Girly Dan makes sounds like a dad. He's sweet on Bonnie, which makes Derry mad. They both fight for her affection despite Wayne's objection. But in the end, Bonnie makes them all sad. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one won't turn the seat warmers on for you in the truck. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. <laughs> lovely, maybe a little asleep still. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. And online we have Squirrely Matt and the voluptuous Victor. Ooh, voluptuous. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm mesmerized by what Victor is doing. <laughs> He's very proud of his background today yeah, and his yeah. jersey, and his which jersey. we keep going away. <laughs> All right, today's lineup is going to be Victor, Matt, Tanya, and Al. So how are you now? Let's start with how your week went. Victor, how was your week? Uh, week was pretty good. Today is, um, we had a bit of a, a virtual holiday get together lunch at work. So that was fun. We all had to wear our, uh, Christmas, ugly Christmas sweaters. I don't have an ugly Christmas sweater because today's the first day of Hanukkah. Well, but you're wearing but, a very ugly sweater right now. A I was going to say. A Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers sweater. Ugliest, one of the ugliest That sweaters. sounds appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, so I used to be a big Flyers fan back when Ron Hextall used to be there. Um, so, you know, a, a few years back. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I'm a really a true blue New Jersey Devils fan. Uh, but I still, uh, but I, I don't fit into my New Jersey jersey anymore, anymore <laughs> but uh, I, I still fit into my Flyers jersey. So I wore that as my ugly uh, uh, <laughs> Christmas. Uh, I love your sweater. reasoning. I didn't fit into one, so the other one just became the winner. And and then yeah, the, it would have been more appropriate because New Jersey's got those Christmas colored jersey sweaters. So anyway, and, and your, <clears throat> the background uh, you have on teams here is I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, and we were yeah. joking uh, uh, before that uh, there's been shockingly very little hippo hippopotamus talk on this podcast to date, and uh, I'm sure uh, Tanya and, and uh, and Matt wa are wondering why that would be shocking, but that's because you have some weird. It, it, it the the hippo is almost like your your ostrich. <laughs> well, well, wait you a second. I mean, a hippo? I, I was going to say. I mean, that means something different in Letty Caddy world. Yeah. Letty Caddy. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so I definitely I am disappointed in myself that we haven't had as much uh, hippo talk as I would like. So that's that's accurate, but um, that that's on me. Uh, but uh, it's been monopolized uh, you know, by train talk. I was gonna say you've that's taken that. all, well, you've lauded all your time to train. Yeah. Oh, there's still so many more things on the table, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have time to unfold that. Yeah, Victor, uh, over the Victor's over the hate of season. red velvet uh, cupcakes is another one that we that we can spend hours on. But let's talk about hippos yeah. right now, because yeah, well, a hippo is really the greatest uh, <laughs> animal, uh, and uh, it's it's been an animal that I've been infatuated with since the beginning of time, and. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, and I, uh, got my kids, uh, they, they resist a little bit. So they got into zebras instead of hippos, but that's all right. Zebras is a cool, are cool that, animals. That's, too, that's but... how, that's how you rebel against a parent who's obsessed yeah. with hippos. You go with zebras. <laughs> so do you have like a lot of hippos in the house? Like figuring, there's a lot like of, 
there's there's a lot even mm-hmm. like I, you know our friends in uh, across the board don't, don't know about Bay of Fundy but when you visit Bay of Fundy you're not actually allowed to actually take any rocks but um, when I went there with uh, Linda I, um, were we already married or were we just dating I can't remember uh, don't tell her uh, but um, <laughs> anyway she stole a rock from the Bay of Fundy I don't know if you can see it and it yeah. looks like a hippo um, anyway. There it is. Just, just to be Carlos clear, when there are no hippos in the Bay of Fundy, no, there's no hippos in the Bay of Fundy. But this, so well, those would be some uh, cold ass lots, hippos. I have, <laughs> I have lots and lots of hippo paraphernalia around the house. So, are um, you interested in ever getting like a hippo for the house? One of those, like, what are they called? The house hippos, but they're not actual hippo. It's a what is it? A pig? Um. So there's a pygmy hippo and then there's a pig. I'm, but I'm not, I'm not familiar They're with that. They're called house hippos. hippos. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's a thing, Tanya. No, I'm yeah. pretty sure it is. I mean, like an like so. Give it a Google. At, like, in various African countries where hippos uh, reside, uh, they do have hippos that will kind of come into your kitchen or something like that. But uh, I'll, I'll have to look into this house hippo nonsense. The House Hippo is the subject of a Canadian television yeah. public service <laughs> announcement produced by Concerned Children's Advertisers in May of 99 and reintroduced by Media Smarts in 2019. Oh, I remember this. I remember it's, it, too. It's it was a like campaign. A... <laughs> it's a campaign. It's like, it's like Slodinger's uh, uh, cat. Where it's as Schroeder. real as the drop bear. Oh, come on. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> It's, it's no, it was a marketing thing yeah, to try yeah. and pe- get people to smarten up. Anyway. But anyway, uh, anyway, well, we talked about this a lot already, yes, uh, yes. so I feel like we're probably ready to move on. But we can unfold <laughs> layers uh, of, of of my various. There uh, are many, many, many layers of uh, to your hippos. That's right, Matt. Yeah. How was your week? <laughs> what, what did you just uh, open there? <laughs> Today, uh, speaking of house hippos, um, this beer is called Juicy Ass. <laughs> Juicy ass. <laughs> it's by one of my faves, uh, Flying Monkeys. Oh, oh yeah, flying, yeah. Now, why yeah. would you want to drink something that says "Juicy ass"? Like, uh, no, Flying Monkeys is good. Uh, yeah, I know. Good local juicy brew. I don't feel I need. I don't feel I need to justify myself to you, Tanya. Oh, that just sounds. <laughs> How was your week, Matt? <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Lots of good, some bad, a little in between. Uh, the one thing I will say. Um, so we're having a bit of an issue, uh, and and I hope um, Pumpkin's doing well there, Victor, with with our dog on our end, Ollie. Um, oh, so no. we've we've well, we don't really know yet. So I, I I'm hoping my theory is right. I think she's fucking with us. Um, she's she's been kind of weird the last few weeks. Her energy's still there. She's still playful, um, but she suddenly decided to stop eating. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought, okay, she stopped eating. But what we figured out, we've isolated it. She just doesn't want her own kibble. So we gave her one kibble. She refused to eat it, like straight up, flat out refused. We switched to a new kibble. She ate it once and then stopped. And she just kind of looks at it. But she's still excited. She's still playful. But if we put anything else food-wise on the ground, she's like dives on it like a puppy. Like it's like she doesn't care. So we gave her rice earlier. Um, I threw a piece of bread down just to see what she would do. And she just like savagely ate it. So she's hungry. I think she's just straight up decided she doesn't want to eat kibble anymore because she's gotten a taste for the better life and uh, apparently i looked it up and this is a thing that sometimes Mm. dogs will do this i hope that's what we're taking to the vet anyways to get her um double checked on this shit but aside from the fact that she's kind of not eating everything else is normal so 
I don't know. It's been my, my wife's really stressed out. Um, but uh, we're, we're hoping that she's just being an asshole and uh, she's going to cost <laughs> us a lot of money to figure that out. You're going to need to get a personal chef for her. That's uh, well, we, we tried the like a few years back, we tried the raw diet shit with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever done this with an animal, but it's like three times as expensive as kibble. It's legitimate, like just raw meat um process and ready for the animal you put in their bowl and they just annihilate it she loved it but you can't afford that shit <laughs> so yeah so anyways uh that's been our week and then yeah work kind of uh working my way through a bit of a career making moment but uh oh. so far it's looking pretty good oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. Any, anything you can yeah. talk about or, or just really. no i mean not specific i mean i i, I managed some work around um our customer experience and oh uh, yes yes that, a, that, that got a nice shout out at the last uh year end uh thing yeah I'm, yeah. yeah exactly yeah, well so done. i'm doing some big work to uh, yeah. help increase our overall customer experience and uh we're about 50 percent of this project's been rolled out and so far everything's looking really good well done. so that's exciting and uh if it keeps trending that way i've uh, kind of made my mark so it's exciting you're a rock star do what I can, just, buddy. Just don't set that bar too high, my friend. Yeah, because <laughs> you'll spend the rest of your career trying to get get, get to it. I know. I'm, oh I'm retiring God. tomorrow. <laughs> All right. yeah. Tanya, how was your week? Oh, my gosh. Busy, 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 busy. Um, what, what? I don't even know. Can you help me out? What's my week been? <laughs> well, I mean, it's been event, uneventful, although one of your best friends now works with you, so you're, that's right. pretty exciting. Yes, that's happened. Uh, it just feels like we're just still on a, a whirlwind. Uh, we're, we're upstairs officially sleeping. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah so we're upstairs and uh, um, woke up in our rooms and came out to the, the new kitchen and everything. So that was exciting. Got Christmas started and uh, decorations out. The house is kind of still in a disaster state, but uh, Christmas presents are, are starting to arrive amazon style mm-hmm. and uh yeah so far so good uh yep. we got two weeks till christmas i think now yeah trees up uh, the the basement's a disaster because everything just got thrown around i've been to the dump now twice <laughs> to take uh van loads of garbage and 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 just stuff that we don't need anymore so uh Happy to do that though, because we need to declutter. We were starting it was starting to look a little bit like an episode of Hoarders uh, in our basement. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> two kids. It's just, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about our uh, sponsor right now. A word from our sponsor, Dennis Guggen. He is the owner and proprietor of Dennis Guggen's Custom Funko Pop Cu- Culture Collectible Vinyl fig- Figures. Damn it! I will get it right one day. Maybe on the last episode. If you don't know what a Funko Pop is, figure it out. For the rest of you, check out Dennis's work. He creates custom Funko Pop characters of anyone you can think of. Some of my favorites of his include Eddie Van Halen, Mike Tyson, Eminem, the entire cast of Letterkenny, and you. That's right. You can own your own custom Funko Pop of you or someone you love or hate, if that's your kink. Uh, either way, Dennis is your man. Check out his work on Facebook or Instagram at DJ Pop Customs. Drop him a line if you're interested in a custom Funko Pop of your own. Uh, De- uh, Dennis just uh, recently shared with me. Well, he he shared a picture of a Funko Pop of um, Bonnie McMurray in her red bikini from today's episode. So I'll post a picture of that since it's topical. We're going to be talking about t- that today. Uh, so we'd like to thank Dennis for his support. And speaking of support, uh, we have... 27 new Twitter followers today. So let me just take a moment. That's, to... Ron, that's Ron Hextall's number. 
27. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so welcome, Twitter followers. Benjamin from Pennsylvania. Uh, maybe he's a Phillies fan. Uh, Crow, Crowslen, uh, Jason Bruce, Ska Bell from Almaden, Chicago Dog, Jory Monson, Brian Tolley from San Diego, TL, Michael Ruggiero from Pittsburgh, probably not a Flyers fan, Scott Crompton <laughs> from Dexter, Michigan, uh, Goddess Nicole, 97, John Benica, Yana uh, Poriveva, uh, Stanley Green from Southern California, Ferg, uh, at Fergus Photog from Fergus, Ontario, uh, the real li- living things, Brian the Hammy dot N U A J. I guess he's, a, I think he's a ham radio enthusiast. Rebecca Petro Roy, Jeremy from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Beverly from uh, Be- Beverly Gelfin from Michigan, Amanda Cruz, Lada from Ontario, Forza Portugal, Andy, Mark in Milwaukee. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, Old Valentine, <laughs> Disco, Elwood, and Annalise from Toronto. Thank you all for following. And folks, and... he does that with no practice. Can you believe it? <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we reviewed episode four of season three, Lays Heeks. That episode got a fresh rating from Tanya, Matt, and myself, and a clearance from Victor. Twitter obviously agreed with uh, Tanya, Matt, and myself with an 85%, a 85.7% giving it a fresh, and only 14.3% agreeing with Victor. Uh, this week, we recap and review episode five of season three, The Battle for Bonnie McMurray. All right. Uh, Victor, have you done your homework? I have. Matt, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. Did you do it today, or did you actually, you know, do it ahead of time? Uh, this is not a judgment zone. <laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> Tanya, did you do your homework? Yes, and I reminded you yes, that we needed yeah, to do I our homework. You were say that. Yes. Well, I, I almost forgot last night to to do our homework, so it would have been done today still. But anyway, no, it wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. We start with our cold <laughs> open, and <laughs> we open at Modine's too. Bonnie McMurray. No, we don't. Um. One job, yeah. Al. Oh, yeah, we do. We open a Modine's, <laughs> I thought we too. did open a Modine's. Yeah, yeah, Bonnie McMurray serves up a round of Gus and Brew. To the, uh, I was afraid maybe I had the wrong notes open. Uh, to uh, the Hicks, who fawn all over her, including Katie, but not Wayne, even though Wayne seems to be the only one Bonnie finds interesting. Uh, Squirrely Dan announces that he's going to have a pee, and after a bit of back-and-forth pee euphemisms among the Hicks, he gets up from his bar stool with a loud grunt. Whoa, Dad. Hey, Dad. There you are, Dad. Dad! Hey, Dad! <laughs> Who's the Dad? You, you are, are dad. dad! Why? What shoes here? Only Dads <laughs> grunt like that when they stand up. Or sit down. Or come. <laughs> Over to move the furniture. Get the fuck out of here. That was a textbook dad noise, Dan. Okay, you guys have all been eating too many sugar cereals. Uh... Uh, to, to prove their point, they ask Squirrely Dan to sit back down, which he does, and he grunts again. Uh, they continue to pile on the dad chirps. Uh, Squirrely Dan says that, to be fair, lots of people make noises when they gets up. And uh, what about moms? No, moms would never do that. Moms don't want to age themselves. Dads don't care, though. Fuck no, dads don't give a care. It's like, hey, hon, better go clean up those lawn clippings. All right. Guess I'll watch State Play later. It's like, uh... Hey, hon, I'm going to scoot off to book club there. Can you watch Bella and Edward? All right. Just add Field of Dreams, PBR. It's like, <laughs> hey, babe, I think we should take a vacation without the kids. Sure, Karen. Because I could use more financial stress. 
Derek, I'm going to Fantasia party with the girls. Can you unload the dishwasher? Of course, Susan. Ugh, I guess I'm jerking off again tonight. Susan, it's hilarious. <laughs> all my friends are smart out. All my friends are yes, smart out. Yes, a bunch of smart out. I guess I'm jerking off again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and cue the music. So, uh, Victor, what did you think of this cold open? Yeah, I guess I make dad noises when I get up. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember if I was doing them before or after the kids were born. I don't know, but but I can definitely concur about the uh, let's take a vacation without the kids, and then COVID <laughs> happened, and you know what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> so uh, what are we talking about? The, oh yeah, so the co- <laughs> hippos, hippos, hippos. Yeah. Was so, that going to uh, be your very first vacation without the kids? No, we've taken a couple. Oh, but- you have. Okay. Uh, but it's still, say, you know, kind of, not not yeah. enough. <laughs> you know, it's certainly uh, in the uh, uh, um, more on the side of taking vacation with the kids. When I think, try and remember even a vacation without them, I, it's hard to do that. But but that's all right. They were all you know good and enjoyable. It's just time to you know yeah. start to uh, enjoy a life differently. Well, now they're, uh, they're anyway. They're old enough to, to to be able to stay home alone, but they're also old enough that you don't want to leave them alone because they'll get up to no good. Yeah, I feel we're almost past that. Like yeah. uh, especially with one year kind of uh, being kind of thrown away, mm-hmm. <laughs> where everyone's on lockdown. But yeah, I feel like I mean you know Natalie's going to be twenty next year. Like Holy next September. Excuse me, is that even right? No, or 19? I, I don't even know. I, this, this whole year screwed Dude, me up. Dude, they're your kids. You know what? No, I think Forgetting when you met your no, wife, no. forgetting your kids' birthdays. Yeah. I don't know what's talk, going talk on. Talk about like, old... The dad noises, I'm telling you. Yeah, dad noises. Anyway. Uh, Matt, yeah, so, what, did, what so, did you think? So, I, anyway, uh, but yeah, my thought on the opening, mm-hmm. I thought it was it, it, it was good. It wasn't mm-hmm. like drop that funny, but it was, it was uh, relatable. Yeah. Gail's line of uh, when they come over to help move the couch was was hilarious with that little uh, pause in there. It was good. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Um, I'll go with very. It's it's relatable. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize this, and I actually laughed pretty hard because I get razzed for this on the regular. Apparently, I, and again, same echo as him. I don't know if I did this before kids, but I have three of them now, and apparently, every time I get up or move or I'm frustrated or I'm I grunt whatever I'm doing or I take a big long sighing breath and uh thank you for saying breath yes (laughs) yeah so it's uh yeah it was relatable i I, so i got a good laugh and i felt for him i I mean i feel i feel like i feel for squirrel dan a lot they they give him a lot of grief but uh he's 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 you know he and i have a lot in common he can take it he's got broad shoulders (laughs) tanya what do you think uh same of the guys um i didn't i didn't like crack up laughing on this but i uh it was amusing it was good yeah it was fun it was fun because it's true uh the whole uh, i I do disagree (laughs) about one thing moms also are not i do not okay anyway uh moms will also make those noises but i guess actually that's true but i don't (laughs) i guess we shouldn't comment on that uh anyway Coming out of the, the music. The truth hurts sometimes, yeah. Al. The truth hurts. <laughs> Scene one. At the farmhouse kitchen, Katie gets off the phone with Bonnie McMurray. She's invited the Hicks to a hot tub party. Wayne says, well, who doesn't love a hot tub party? There he's glaring at Squirrely Dan. Says he'd love to go to a hot tub party through clenched teeth. Squirrely Dan <laughs> says he wouldn't uh, miss it for the world while retain- returning the glare and the snarl. 
You heard me say it, because I heard me say it, and I know you heard me say it. I'm sweet on Bonnie McMurray. Oh, yeah? And how's that working out for you, big shooter? What's the problem? Bonnie, Bonnie McMurray. You're both sweet on Bonnie McMurray? Yes. You know, I have had a busy winter, but I toss my hat in the ring there, too. <laughs> Did you just do a pot today? Yes. No. Why? Well, she's <laughs> a bit young, isn't she? Well, she's 20. Well, I'm only. Doesn't matter. Well, I'm just. Don't care. She's, she's mine. <laughs> well, she's a pretty girl. She's just. Uh... Could let the paint dry a wee bit there, eh? Could I let the paint dry <laughs> just a wee bit there, eh? <laughs> uh, I love how they they conceal the their their ages. I mean, it's okay to say that Bonnie's twenty, but uh, we cannot we're not allowed to know how old uh, Derry and Squirrely Dan are. I'm glad they gave her age because I was a little concerned about her age because she looked young in that uh, episode um, uh, with the uh, oh, what was it about uh, about the. She was in the grocery store. The, the, Good talk, no, there, shooter. Yeah. <laughs> the <dollar laughs> store. Oh man, what was that Wasn't episode she? where um, the storage wars, the the storage, oh, uh, the, yeah, the storage wars episode where oh, she was doing those right. intros that were hilarious. Yeah. The, yeah. She just looked really. She looked like a high school student. Sorry, in that storage wars. Dragons. Den, the dragons yeah, den. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're so articulate, Victor. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The, the the two opposing Hicks valiantly decide to let Bonnie decide who she likes best. How nice of them. I'll tell you what, Dan. What? Derry. Let's let her decide. It's always her decision. The battle for Bonnie McMurray begins. Derry and Squirrely Dan shake on it, as does Katie, kind of. Uh, then she gets up and walks off. Wayne gets a call. How do you know? It's not us. That's bad. Did you hear me, Shirt Tucker? All the clown costumes, the petty vandalism around Letterkenny, it's not us. Well, if not heard about it, it must be so bad. Remember when I said it was petty? See, we've had our hands full with DJs from upcountry. Okay, you do you, boo. I'll take care of this. Over and out. I love how uh, uh, Wayne refuses to deviate from his uh, his greetings. So if, if no one play, plays uh, the game, he'll still continue with, how are you now? <laughs> Good and you? Uh, scene two, the, at the Skids hideout, the Skids have been on a 10-hour gaming binge. Stuart wonders if they should take a break. Gay shoots that idea down. Stuart's becoming increasingly impressed with Gay. Even Roald is changing his tune about her. Gay whips them into a frenzy by talking about all the games they're still to play. We haven't even ransacked the sports games yet. Guilty pleasures. Pleasures, no less. Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh. Punch out. Oh. Hoops. Excited bike. Ooh. Blades of Steel, American Gladiators, uh, California Games. Uh, but after that, NES Open, Baseball Simulator 1000, Paperboy. No, let's do something else. Do you guys like dancing? This this gets the skids the most excited. They jump up, ready to dance, and turn around to find Tannis and her henchmen, Axe and Slash, sitting on the couch. Tannis ominously informs them that they're not going anywhere. <laughs> By the way, Blades of Steel was my go-to uh, game. I, I go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, man. <laughs> I would, wow. I would. <laughs> we're you, so polite as Canadians. You eh? both got <laughs> so excited there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would actually add to that list. I mean, it was a great list, but I would throw the original ice hockey game. Do you remember those? You could choose the three different size guys, and they kind of bounce into each other the whole time. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was just, it was literally just called ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was on Commodore sixty four. I was, was playing I, ice hockey. It, it was amazing, whatever yes. it was. 
Oh, and, it was incredible. And then you go go a system or two ahead, and then you get skate or die. I'd throw into that sports list as well. <laughs> so so I so Blades of Steel certainly, but I was a little later. I'd, uh, on I'd, again back in Commodore sixty four, people have no idea what I'm talking about probably. But anyway, somewhere um, only a yeah, couple. Cal- California Games was was incredible. Oh, and it was just like a collection of there's a, there was a skateboarding, a half pipe game, like a, a surfing game. Uh, they were and they were awesome. Um, and then the third one that they said that I got excited about was easily Tech the Mobile? best one out of those. Paperboy. Paperboy. Oh yeah. Paperboy. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love I I played that game to death. Yeah. So good, but so frustrating to play. You miss the damn mailbox by even a yeah. fraction. She called it Excite Bike, Excite a Bike. I know. That, that, kind that, of, that kind of bugged me. I don't know. <laughs> Unless I've been saying it wrong all this time. I figured they would have gotten it right. Uh, all right. We all know how to say excite. Yeah. Next scene. Uh, at the hockey rink, the seniors are in their dressing room having yet another player-only meeting. They've got a lot of those. Uh, they're close to that elusive W, but there's still some housekeeping that needs to happen. They need to establish order on the team. And to establish order, they need to implement fines. Riley will be the commissioner, and Jonesy will be the co-commissioner, plus treasurer. They're interrupted by Shorzy, who chirps them from the toilet, which brings Riley to the first fine. I wake up in the middle of the night, dry heaving at the amount of bush in this room. We thought tummy stick hedgehogs were extinct, boys. Shave your fucking <laughs> junk hair, boys. Disgusting, boys. And Shorzy is the guiltiest of them all. <laughs> Riley will be your bush inspector. And Jonesy will be your associate bush inspector. Plus, Jim Bush. Now, we were really hard on you guys last year before we were Bush Inspector, Associate Bush Inspector, and GM of Bush, so... <laughs> we're appointing Bart as Senior Director of Bush Operations. Appointing Yorkie, Senior Scout, in charge of Bush Development. First fine goes to Shorzy! Fuck your entire fucking life, bud! From now on, $20 fine every game in Pracky till she shaved down to the wood. As bald as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Shorzy! Tip fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, a lot of attention being paid to, uh, yes, Bush. On the sec, on to the second order of business. Boomtown, there are certain things that stand directly in the way of a team coming together. There are certain things that stand in the way of W's, buddy. And if you truly want this team to come together, and if you want this team to get W's, we're gonna need to see your junk, buddy. Don't feel bad. There are junk hiders on every team, but I think I speak for the entire room when I say, what are you hiding down there, bud? Something weird going on down there, bud? Again, don't feel bad. I mean, some teams have guys that don't even shower after Pracky, which is worse than Bush. But we see you face the wall in the room when your junk's out, and you face the wall in the shower when your junk's out. You've seen my junk. Let's see your junk, buddy. Pull it out, bud. Whip it out, buddy. Let's have a look at your junk. Unsheath it, bro. The best parts of those scenes is are the faces Boomtown's making. He's so, he's so apprehensive. This is this is peer pressure at its worst. Eh? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, next scene at the Mur- McMurray residence. Wayne and Derry are already on in the hot tub. Uh, Wayne's awkwardly holding his hands out of the water. Uh, Katie and Squirrely Dan uh, join them. Squirrely Dan makes a grunting sound getting into the hot tub, which attracts further ja- dad chirps. But it doesn't bother Dan because he's got bigger fish to fry in the form of his competition with Derry. The two glare at each other while Bonnie gets into the tub. They both say hi to Bonnie, but she ignores them as usual and and says only hi to Wayne. Uh, Rosie also joins, and Wayne makes an observation regarding hot tubbing. You know what? We really got all the personalities on display in this hot tub. 
Like what? Well, you got the guy who sits with his chin in the water. Sure you do. And you got the guy who sits with their shoulders out. Sure you do. And you got the guy who takes up two to three times more real estate than everybody else because they're just like putting the vibe out there. Sure you do. And of course you got your edge sitter. That's me, Wayne. What's your story over there, Hans? I'm the guy who keeps his hands dry so he can still dig out and light smokes. What if it's an outdoor hot tub? Don't your hands get cold? I'm also the guy who would never admit that sort of thing. What about you keep one hand out of the water to dig out smokes, and I'll keep one hand out of the water so I can light them. More hands make less work. You're all right, Rosie. The, uh, <clears throat> the hot tub scenes, the sound during these scenes is really, really crap, um, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, great scene, and uh, just my, my note on this scene. This is our first taste of Wayne in a relationship, which is kind of interesting. Um, it sounds bad, but he, he, I mean this in a good way. He, he seems to talk to his girlfriends the same way he talks to his dogs. <laughs> you're a good girl. You're, you're, you're a good girl, Rosie. Just the way he kind of, you know, I don't know. It's uh, there's but, a s small sample, but we'll see if the uh, theory holds true. Yeah, I mean, I loved his. Uh, yeah, so I, I catch you on that. I loved his sort of <laughs> breakdown of the characters of a hot tub. I don't know how much time you guys have spent in hot tubs, uh, but in my <laughs> younger years, there's definitely quite a few. And I, he absolutely captured every role that you ever see in a hot tub. I, for one, again, another like like I'm a squirrely Dan. I'm the guy with the chin yep. sitting in the center of the hot tub, me too, as deep as I can get without drowning. Do you have and, the dr uh, drink umbrella in your beard? <laughs> right. <laughs> so the one they forgot was the drunk guy. I have a friend who used to get way too drunk in the hot tub mm. and then just eat in the hot tub. Oh. Um, the worst was there was one time for a good laugh is he was sitting there with a bag of chips, of all things, and the chips submerged, but he was too drunk to realize it, so just kept eating them anyways. Oh. And oh. just like It was disgusting, but... Um, <laughs> He didn't know the difference, and we all laughed at him, so it was good. Oh, man. Oh, dear. <laughs> good times, right? All right. Katie begins the Bonnie Inquisition. So, Bonnie, what are you looking for in a guy? I don't really have a type, I don't think. Okay, but if you had to choose between someone who was more big and hairy versus somebody who's a lot less big and hairy but more pale, which, which way are you leaning towards there? Like, muscly big? Yep, I sleep big. That's generous. Nope, they're in there somewhere. And I like hairy versus like groomed or manscaped. But how hairy? I can grow a beard. No, you can. Can too. Cannot. Can too. Cannot. Can too. I can always shave my beard, easy peasy. Or even get a haircut. Let's take about 80% off or over there, squirrely dad. Yeah, sure. Hey, look, bubbles. <laughs> Katie asks Bonnie what she's looking for in a relationship. She says she's kind of enjoying being single at the moment. But Katie presses. So Bonnie says she's never really been in love. Okay, let's get this ball rolling. <clears throat> Wayne, Rosie, what's the key to making this look so good? Space. Space. Like distance? Not distance. Although distance makes the heart grow fonder. Just space. Because you don't want to get like sick, sick of each other. other. Example. I like to read a lot. I like to stay in and read. It's not easy telling a guy you don't want to see him because you want to stay in and read. Katie wants to test this theory, so she asks Derry if he asked Bonnie out on a date, and she says she wants to stay in and read. Uh, what what he what would he think? Derry says he thinks she's up to something, and Squirrely Dan agrees with Derry. Uh, the same question is posed to Wayne, who responds with, "Must be a pretty good book. Must be like The Road." 
both uh, Derry and Squirrely Dan say they're, they're, they'd still be suspicious of that. Wayne responds with his uh, wor- uh, Wayne's word of wisdom. No reason not to trust her till she gets you one, bud. Uh, then Katie goes off, goes on the offensive. Uh, she tells Bonnie that she had her first girl phase when she was Bonnie's age as she repositions herself seductively in the tub. <clears throat> Scene five, back at the hockey rink, the players are still waiting for Boomtown to show them his junk. Fisky uh, gets up and walks on the letter Kenny Irish logo on the, on the floor, which earns him a $20 fine. Oh, I don't know what kind of... Pre-tyke, sub-amateur, hour, teenage mutant, ninja, fucking turtles, organizations you guys have played for in the past, but don't step on the logo is straight fucking. It's basic. Don't step on the logo. Live for the logo. Respect the logo. Uh, production note on this one. The, the seniors continue to not speak until their, their names are called out. So Fisky didn't speak until one of the seniors said his name. Uh, next order of business, uh, there are, are the sweaters. Not jerseys, as per Don Cherry's orders. Uh, they should never touch the floor. They should hang up the sweater. Live for the sweater. Respect the sweater. Attention returns to Boomtown, who's sitting quietly but uncomfortably. Riley and Jonesy proposes a team exercise. They order everybody to stand up and drop trowel. Uh, Boomtown stands there frozen. Suddenly, Riley and Jonesy hear someone taking shots on the ice. It's their ice time, so they run out to see who would dare take their ice time. Uh, next scene. Back at the hot tub, Katie's still interrogating Bonnie. She asks what a guy has to do to get her attention. Bonnie says uh, he's got to make her laugh. So both Derry and Squirrely Dan command Katie to turn off the bubbles. <laughs> Derry starts. Uh, Derry starts. He asks Bonnie if she's ever seen it. Come, it came from beneath the sea. Uh, when she replies no, he rips a fart, causing the tub to bubble. You have now. Derry and Squirrely Dan laugh maniacally, uh, but no one else does. Katie responds with, well, that was well brought up. Too bad you weren't, which gets a laugh from Bonnie. Uh, then Squirrely Dan reprimands Derry for stealing his joke, but lucky for Bonnie, he's very funny and he's got lots of jokes. Uh, Squirrely Dan asks Bonnie uh, what another word for champagne is. When Bonnie a- answers with bubbly, Squirrely Dan says, if you say so, and rips a fart, causing bubbles in the tub. <laughs> Derry and Squirrely Dan laugh maniacally again. No one else does. Uh, Katie says to Squirrely Dan, you've got a rich inner life. Uh, which again gets a laugh from Bonnie. Bonnie tells Katie she's funny. Derry says that was almost as funny as the first time he'd heard it. Uh, Wayne and Rosie, in unison, tell them they shouldn't fart in front of girls. Derry is berating Dan for stealing his joke, and Squirrely Dan uh, interrupts him with another fart. Uh, Derry warns him not to interrupt him, which get, gets interrupted by yet another fart, and then it just escalates from there. Wink at me again, I... Daniel. You beat it! Are those jets on auto timer, Bonnie? No. Nope. Did you press the button again, Katie? Hard no. Over and out. Uh, Derry's uh, little tantrum there reminds me so much of um, a Roscoe Pico train from the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roscoe Pico train. Now... Uh, I'm, I got to just say, mm-hmm. that room would have stank. <laughs> like, when those, bubbles, when those bubbles hit the air, they break, and then the stink is, like, released. I actively make gas, and they don't all smell. <laughs> Says you. Says you, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all like now, the smell of our own brand. Re- that scene was not <laughs> relatable. I can't. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I was in a hot tub with with 
males. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it doesn't matter, males, females, but especially males that were purposefully uh, letting letting them rip. Mm. I think I'd be out of that hot tub well, uh, very, very quickly. So I think it's the no. I mean, if you're just with your buddies, you're not saying it's 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 all all steam ahead, but it's a little more entertaining. But I I was embarrassed for them in this yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're yeah. they're 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 trying to woo it, Miss Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> well, and, so I did I didn't and, understand. And, and I don't know where they thought that was getting them ahead because even I. Although I'm not the charmer all the time, <laughs> know that that is not not that's good. That's not form. your that's not your number one pickup line. That's not your go-to. <laughs> that's not your go-to move. No, no. That's date three. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least. And, at least and, and there standards. was this kind of uncomfortable <laughs> dynamic between them too. Mm. Like it was, you know, Squirrely Dan is typically like lovable and cute, and there was nothing lovable and cute about that scene. It was just <laughs> very awkward and weird. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, Tanya. What did you think? Did it? Did it, no. What, did you feel wooed by them? No, no, at all. Nothing at all. I, I, I was having flashbacks to the kids in the bathtub making farts, and then the smell coming up and hitting me, thinking, <laughs> "Why is everyone not running out of this room right now?" Because like there's there was just too much, too many bubbles. Well, this this goes back to fart book where you know Squirrely Dan didn't think there was anything wrong with inappropriate farts and and neither did Derry. I'm surprised Wayne didn't call him out on the inappropriate a little bit more cuz that's always been kind of Yeah. honed well, in. Well, there were no attentions being made that day. No, especially especially <laughs> in in the presence of Rosie, but yeah. Anyway, next scene, scene 7, back with the skids, uh Tannis and Gay face off. Uh Gay turns out to be a worthy adversary. Tart. That's what I said. Tart. Intriguing. What is? Well, the psychology at work here. Yeah, fucking right. It's called intimidation. No, it isn't. It's called projection. Okay, it didn't take me very long to realize. I don't like you. My mother's a psychologist. Okay. You harbor guilt over your promiscuous impulses, so you call me a tart. That's projection of the sexual feelings you're attempting to hide. Poorly. For who? For Stuart. You like Stuart? No. And you too. You call my friend Rold here Tinkerbell and Pixie Dust because you're uncomfortable with your own sexualities. His open homosexuality makes you feel even more uncomfortable. That actually kind of makes sense. No, it doesn't. Yours kind of makes sense. No, it doesn't. Let's try an exercise. Hug Rold. See how it makes you feel. You might be surprised. Tannis and her guys look uncomfortable. Tannis orders Axe and Slash to do damage, but instead they run off, leaving Tannis alone. She gets up to leave, but turns around to say something, only to be confronted face-to-face -face by Gay, who doesn't back down. Tannis vows to, to be back, uh, then leaves. After the confrontation, the skids are on a high. Oh! You're the best, Gay! Artistry! A virtuosity? An undocked dismantlement of the decrepit. Fucking A. Was all that true? Is your mom really a psychologist? Yes, she is. And we're going home. Gay? Gay's mom appears in the room and says they're going home. Uh, Gay's mom just happens to be Kim, Wayne's too hard date from the relationships episode. Did you guys get that? No. I did not. I swear to God, I missed that whole back half of that scene. As <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I even saw that. I don't know oh, what really? I was doing, but yeah. I apologize. So Gay's mom <laughs> shows up, and it's, uh, it's the too hard date. So this kind of lends itself, again, to the confusion of how old Gay is, because if if her mom is young enough to date Wayne, 
Well, and Wayne and the skids are, are should be in and around the same age. How old is Gay? Well, to be fair, to be fair, um, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Wayne just likes him a little older. Yeah, I mean, she could be a little older, but to have a daughter who's, let's say she's twenty, she's probably older than twenty because the skids are, are, I don't know, it's it's very confusing. It's like. Uh, it's like soap operas where they 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 age people according to whatever story they want to tell. <laughs> and love is love. <laughs> I guess as long as it's not illegal. <laughs> Do you enough. know for sure that she is yes, the the, the second date? She's right. the second date. Uh she's even billed that way in uh the letter Kenny Wiki. She same actress, same character. And uh, she was a psychiatrist, right? Oh, right, a right, psychologist, right. yeah. On that date, yeah. Yeah, so interesting stuff. Uh, next scene, scene eight. Meanwhile, at the rink, Riley and Jonesy come out to, uh, to the ice to see who would dare take their ice time. It's Joint Boy and Tyson. Tyson! Joint Boy? You guys can play? Boys, hockey's 50% mental and 50% B mental. I'm mostly just mental. Still not sure that's PC, buddy, but... That's McGray. Riley thinks that maybe what the team needs is some is some uh, grit. Boys, how would you guys like to play for the Letterkenny Irish? How would you boys like to get a fucking W? I'm no stud, but I can sure as hell make some room out there for you boys. I'm dog shit. I could beat the fuck out of 95% of the population on Earth. So Tyson and Joint Boy pass the audition. Riley and Jonesy lead them back to the dressing room to introduce the the new team members to the rest of the team. They walk in on all the players still with their pants down. Boomtown finally lowers the boom. Boomtown. Okay. Modest. Nothing weird going on. No weird J-hook, Ferda. No mutant bobblehead turtleneck. No weird long snout anteater. No disfiguration or discoloration, Ferda. Healthy. It's modest. Great dick, Boomtown. Boomtown? You just helped this team come together, buddy. Feel good about that. Riley and Jonesy introduced Tyson and Joint Boy to the team, saying they're going to help them get their first W. The team celebrate, but not before Riley and Jonesy tell them to put their junk away. They didn't sign up for a sword fight. That's gross. <laughs> and scene yep. nine, back at the hot tub. I, oh, again, again, not relatable. <laughs> I don't recall any uh, any anybody walking up to me in the dressing room and saying. Great dick, buddy. But is that a sports <laughs> thing? Go. I just want to like, like, yeah. is it a sports thing? You're asking the wrong group of people here. Uh, with all my many years in sports, <laughs> is, is it is it just pro appropriate? That to one have summer whole... I spent playing street hockey. Uh, I can't say I ever <laughs> had to expose my junk to anybody. It just seemed <laughs> odd and weird and and unnormal. Un unnatural, unnormal. <laughs> that that word sounded unnormal. Yeah. Unnatural. Uh, it just. But, but it I seems, agree with you. I I, I don't have I any. Don't experience get of... that whole that whole scene was very odd to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's oversharing, and if that's a thing, you know, all the power to them. But I yeah. I don't know. It just yeah, I agree with you, Jen. I didn't I didn't know if that was actually a thing or they're just making a joke out of something that was maybe a thing. I don't know. It just, yeah. It and, weird. and they've got Shorzy sitting uh, like right next to them, uh, you know, <laughs> during the still. deuce and, yeah. <laughs> and that's okay too. And they're talking to him and I don't know, just too much. Too, well, uh, that, that, lot, that I was less concerned about. Mm -hmm. Although 
not the, I, no, the whole thing was just a little too much. Uh, the, the lack of hand washing. Too, is, too, is, too intimate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scene nine. Uh, back at the hot tub, Wayne and Rosie have left, and Katie is berating Darian Squirrely Dan for being the cause. Uh, Katie finally admits to Bonnie that there are a number of interested parties for her affection in that hot tub. I've gathered that. So, where do your interests lie? Well, Daryl. No! Uh, you're muscly big. Yeah. That's generous. Kinda. Dan? No! no. You're hairy, which I like more than groomed or manscaped. And I can always shave my beard. And Katie? No! You make me laugh. And we haven't even started tickling yet. But I like being single. No! Because then you can fool around with whoever you want and not get in trouble from anyone. (laughs) 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 What? Oh, I'd be in trouble. I'd be in trouble. I'd be in big trouble. They'd all be in big trouble from Wayne. Cut to the next scene. Uh, Wayne's. Dro- I thought that I thought they'd be in trouble from uh, Mr. McMurray having his twenty-year-old daughter sitting in the bathtub with three very old men. No, no, they were all talking about Wayne. It, it was obvious because of the way they edited it. Because they they went straight from that to uh, uh, Rosie saying Wayne when he's dropping her off at home. Uh, so right. in, the, in the next scene, Wayne is dropping off Rosie at home. Wayne. Yeah. Thanks for not turning the seat warmers on in your truck. Kind of makes you feel... Like you peed? Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. And funny. I didn't want to admit it because there's... Such a thing as an inappropriate... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for a wonderful day. Will you be reading tonight? Yeah. I hope you'll enjoy your book. After we make some dad noises? Right. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne follows Rosie inside and closes the door, and we fade to black. And okay, that... as 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 kind of funny as that was at the end, mm-hmm. she wasn't part of that conversation with the dad voices. No, so but she she must have been told where, where about that. No, coming she from? must have been told about it because uh, what what you probably missed the very first scene in the hot tub when she arrives, she asks yeah. Wayne, "Have there been any uh, any dad noises?" Uh, and uh, they they all say yes because Squirrely Dan had grunted when he got into the tub. Okay, I think I missed that. Yeah, so so she was privy to the conversation. She may not have been there, but she must have been told about it because yeah, uh, in that scene she does mention it. All uh, right. So let's uh, let's start with the initial reaction to the full episode. Victor, we will start with you. What did you think? Um, <laughs> it's a funny one because. There's lots of things in in the episode that I'm nitpicking at Mm -hmm. here and there, but I generally enjoyed the episode. And it wasn't because Katie and Bonnie were in their bathing suit for 80% of... Uh, I wouldn't blame you though it, if, if it, that was a. a is it a bathing suit or a bikini? I guess it's a bikini. <laughs> they're they're bikinis. But anyway. They're barely bikinis. <laughs> yes, they're barely bikinis. So that's not the you know as uh, as cliche with it, as it would be to say that. Uh, I just generally enjoy the episode overall, and I'll I'll share a little more um, mm-hmm. after as as we continue. But uh, yeah, I, I think generally I enjoyed the episode. Matt, what do you think? I'm I'm a little torn on this one. <laughs> 
Um, of course you are, because Victor liked it. Yeah, that's why I knew that was as soon as I heard it go. I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is status quo for us. Um, oh my god! And I mean, this is coming from the guy who liked fart books, so I mean, I get it. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there was some good moments. I I, I did enjoy the the open. Um, again, it was relatable. I did get a good laugh out of that. A lot of it, I was I'm not gonna lie, I was confused about. It. I'm like, I didn't understand how it added any value to. The episode, I felt like they were kind of, um, again, I love the show, but I felt like they were struggling for material in this one and a few of them, hmm. um, letting some of those jokes drag out. So a lot of times you watch these episodes, they will stick with a joke for a little bit, but then they move on. But this one, they just, they kind of recycled the same, like even the Boomtown thing, mm-hmm. you know, right from the from the first scene with the hockey players, that same joke about showing his junk just kept going on and... Um, I kind of got over it, so I think I that know. scene was just stretched out over uh, three different segments. But it probably, well, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Every time they go back to them, to me, it's it's a new segment of the. Right. I mean, they're short episodes, right? So you yeah. got to fill that time. And I just felt like it dragged on. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm curious to hear what you guys say to sort of sway my my thinking on some of this. But I was a little confused by this one. Tanya. Um, I, I didn't get the whole boomtown thing. I, I felt bad for him just like we did back when, um, Stuart was being made fun of and the whole rave and, and, and that sort of thing. I, I was feeling bad for boomtown. He had his eyes closed at the end when he pulled his pants down. I thought that it was just pure pressure and a very negative situation. And I didn't find it funny whatsoever. I don't know where the comedy was in that part hmm. but i didn't see it um i just thought that it was uh it was it was too far and i'm i didn't find it uh funny at all um i wasn't a fan of the skids one either i i usually have liked gay um i, I really I, I found it interesting the power shift mm-hmm. um between the two female um leads there but um um, I don't know. I I, I, the I think whole, the Bay, Gay was a badass in this episode. Like she didn't back down from Tannis. Tannis is a scary person, and she did not. She went like nose to nose with Tannis. Yeah, I I just I I would I don't know. I wasn't huh. I wasn't a fan of this of this episode. Hmm. I just there wasn't like the whole <laughs> farting. It went way too far. Uh, it was inappropriate. It was weird. Why would anyone do that if you're trying to impress someone? Uh, gas is not the way. That mm. is just never. Yeah. No, I just. Hey, I but it, but to be fair, yeah. to be fair, <laughs> they are hicks. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. So they they they've got a different way. I don't. Know, right? But it felt. I'm, I'm with Tanya. I I feel like it felt even out of character for them. Like mm. I know they're all about what's an inappropriate fart and this and that, but it just, it, I don't know. I just, it felt uncomfortable in that scene and I didn't understand what they're doing. And they've always been at the stand at at the produce stand and, and you know, the whole cup of fart or, or in the fish hut and talking about the inappropriateness and, and when to fart and when not to fart and you have to take it outside and everything else. So the farting thing, it's, it's been a constant, but this was like oh, if you're trying to impress and you're and the whole goal and is to to get Bonnie uh, and her attention. That is just it just seemed odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I would give to that scene is that I think the way uh, Bonnie and Wayne and Rosie there were reacting were mm-hmm. kind of what we're all feeling. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they were all just kind of sure. observing in 
and shock and like this is really happening and letting it letting it like no one really knew how to awkwardly step in and be like hey guys you know stop well well rosie and wayne did say you shouldn't be well eventually that, yeah, yeah but it, it went on for quite a while before finally yeah that happened yeah yeah so uh, i'll start with the positives um wayne in a relationship is a lot of fun like we're, we're gonna see lots more of, of wayne a relationship wayne like uh, the way he is like because because he's he I mean, we, we, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think he's on the spectrum, and, and he, he doesn't give or take social cues the same way as, as the other characters. And so to see him in a relationship where he's supposed to be affectionate with somebody uh, is, is interesting to me. And so you, you see a little bit of that to, uh, in this episode. I really like Wayne and Rosie together. Uh, she's, yeah. she's perfect for him. Uh, and uh, and I, I'm I'm a big fan of Rosie just in general. Um, so I really like seeing whenever there's an episode of Wayne and he's in a relationship. Those are a lot of fun. Boomtowns was the best part of those hockey scenes, and I and I, I hear what you're saying, Tanya. But the 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 one ironic thing about it being peer pressure and maybe even Boomtown being kind of bullied is he's the biggest guy in the fucking room. Like <laughs> so, the fact that he's <laughs> The one being bullied is kind of, but didn't kind of it sound, But didn't it seem though that he was almost into tears? Yeah, no, like, he he was uncomfortable yeah. for sure. Yeah, it, so. it just seemed it's it just seemed like a very inappropriate. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so the, the whole hockey thing. Uh, yeah, I could have. Uh, it was fine. Like it, it didn't. I, I didn't love it. Um, didn't hate it as much as some other hockey storylines. But it was just it was just there. So the only thing I take away the, the only positive I take away from that is the Boomtown thing. The the skids storyline, I, I mean, I'm surprised actually because I thought like this is gay is a revelation. Like up until now, gay's been kind of like belligerent and 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 you know, uh, whatever. Like she, she she's got a, a all attitude and and so on and so forth. But for some reason, she's sticking with these skids for for whatever reason because she wants to get back at her parents. Um, but in this episode, she she is a badass. She does not back down even from. Tannis and and her two thugs. It's not like the skids would have given her any backup. If they're, if if there a fight had broken out there, they were gonna be toast. And she didn't give a shit. She was just firing it back, and she twisted them into knots to the point where they they left with their tail tails behind it between their legs. So I thought it was a great uh, coming out party for for gay for gay's character. Well, there, there was there was some mutual <clears throat> respect there for sure. <clears throat> Um, like Tannis, you can see, like she was agreeing with the things that yeah. were being said. So Gay was spot on with her arguments. So and Tannis can have is, is certainly respecting that approach. So yeah. I think that's what worked. Favorite. Um, and I, you guys missed this, but I love and and the first time I watched this, like I've, I've watched all these episodes through before, uh, but I didn't have huge like memories of of the Tannis character. So this time I'm appreciating her character, or not Tannis, the gay character. But this this time I'm appreciating her character a bit more. Uh, and I had no clue that her mom was who she was until, like, watching it this time. I'm like, oh shit, that's that's the two hard dates. So uh, I, th- I found that a nice little touch, a nice little callback, and and kind of a a nice little in-universe uh, plot twist, uh, which was interesting. So those are the positives. The negatives, I mean, it wasn't an overly funny episode. Oh, and and I, I like the the cold open. I thought the cold open and the whole dad noise thing was really good. And then at the end, the call back to that with Wayne making the dad noise uh, when Rosie invites him in was was a lot of fun. So um, yeah, 
Why don't we uh, get to ratings now then? Uh, Victor, would you give this a fresh clearance or compost? So this is going to surprise Matt, uh, but uh, I and and the reason I'm going to give the rating that I'm about to give is is, is very simple. When the episode was over, I was a little bit uh, shocked that it was over. I didn't realize that 30 minutes or whatever, 22, whatever, how many minutes this episode is, is that that much that it had all that time had gone by because I thought we were only halfway through the episode. Uh, I was waiting for more. <laughs> so even though uh, I, I had so many issues with so many little bits and pieces in it, uh, I uh, clearly there's something that I enjoyed about it. And maybe subconsciously, uh, I, you, you might have hit, hit it on the nail there, Al. It's, it's, it's that when, first of all, I'm shocked that uh, Tanya did not like the skit scene because I thought that that was one of the strongest parts about mm-hmm. the, of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm totally with you on everything. Your whole um, analysis of, of Gay and, and, and kind of the transformation that she went through there and everything about that episode was just very or that sorry that scene was very empowering and mm-hmm. and and you, you get to actually understand the character a little bit and understand, I see the growth and see what what's interesting and and appealing about her and stuff like that uh that was really really good and powerful but i think the thing is the mom right mm-hmm. so she comes in i didn't realize that she was the mom mm-hmm. but she is from my very favorite to this day episode mm-hmm. and and that you know so maybe subconsciously that's that was the hook i don't know mm-hmm. but i there's no way that i can give this episode anything less than the fresh wow simply on the simply on wow. the merit uh simply on the merit of the fact that um i i just couldn't believe the episode was over mm-hmm. i was totally engaged mm-hmm. and yes there was things that just did not work and that hockey scene didn't work for me Shorzy, get off the toilet. Enough with the toilet <laughs> sounds. Uh, the, the the farting exercise, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and and it's like, how did they not like run out of that hot tub? Uh, like it didn't make sense. Uh, Fair but, enough. But, but you know what? I lo- things, uh, the 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 visual of of uh, Squirrely Dan and Derry, and they're turning red. Their faces are red. <laughs> no, from, I know. From, I know. <laughs> it's from, like it's two toddlers in the yeah, bathtub. Yeah, That's what it was. It, it was it's a lot. Like on the like, who's really on the spectrum in that scene? Yeah, yeah. And, it, it didn't make and, a lot of sense, but I, I I found it amusing anyway, even though it it, it was wasn't. it was a little amusing, but it was a <laughs> yeah. little it was more awkward and embarrassing yeah. than amusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but. But again, I you know for me the rating has to be fresh because mm-hmm. and I can't describe it, I can't articulate it, but I I I wanted more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted more, and I was a little disappointed that the episode was over. Wow, wow, <laughs> that's wow. amazing. Matt, Matt's just he's perplexed. <laughs> I'm so confused. Matt, what's your rating? <laughs> um, can I can I take a hard pass and just I, I want to hear more from you guys because I'm just really confused right now. So I'm gonna I'll come back to me, please. No, it's not fair. This is this is the lineup. Look, listen. If you give your rating Matt, now, wait, wait, wait. Matt is feeling like Tannis's uh, yeah. uh, muscle right yeah. now. Listen, making your rules right now. Give huh? your give your rating, uh, and then if after the rest of us chime in, you want to change it, you're more than welcome to change it. It's your rating, but. Now you know what Boomtown feels like. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> this is yeah, right? Seriously, what reason? So, okay, 
I'm giving this one a compost. Wow. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. But again, you I didn't say, think you on, had it in on. you to That's ever to give fair, an episode a compost. Fair, he's he's given another can, one. I of... can listen. This is why I'm really torn. I yeah. wanted to hear more opinion. I think Victor's dead wrong. So <laughs> I needed to hear some other perspective. Okay, no, it's fine. Uh, but <laughs> tell us right now, because uh, your only other compost so far, I think, was fart books. So I, I kind of get, yeah. I, I kind of. This see. is your most raw. This is your craziest. <laughs> well, craziest scientific ever. polls will tell. But again, I just okay. I okay. I want to laugh. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Re I did that a little bit, but not much. I like story development. I didn't feel there was any of that. Really? I mean, except for the. And, and I will agree. Hold on, Al. I will give you credit. The. The scene with the skids and gay, I actually enjoyed that. I thought mm -hmm. that was smart. And that was one relationship, Wayne. You don't like that? You don't like the rosy relation, uh, Wayne dynamic? I know no, you didn't I get. I do, I do. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: when you have we learned like so much about Bonnie. There's character de development just with her. Yeah, I didn't learn shit. <laughs> I, I all so there, there, there were the other bad scenes, which mm -hmm. again were the hockey player scene that just dragged on, and that whole. There was so much you could do in a hot tub, and mm -hmm. and I feel like they wasted that opportunity um, because I was excited. I saw the I saw the memes that were being created. I forgot this episode. Like, mm -hmm. Cool, this this one could be good. I like the whole concept of the characters in the hot tub because I again I spent a lot of time in a hot tub in my younger years. Mm -hmm. I got it. I laughed, but I felt like they just dragged those out in the wrong way. It didn't get me. I didn't understand the story. I didn't. I I, I couldn't relate. I actually felt that made them look in a bad way in that I, I don't know i just mm -hmm. i had a really hard time connecting with this episode i'm the opposite of victor i was kind of like is this over mm -hmm. and i and yes there was a it started strong i like the open mm -hmm. um and some of the early scenes it started like it was gonna head in a good direction and then i just honestly i kind of got bored of it and mm -hmm. um there wasn't anything that really hooked me beyond that so yeah, it's it, it's a hard one for me. The dialogue, I thought, um, like I said already earlier, I feel like they were struggling to to create content in this one. Mm -hmm. um, and and again, I love this show, but this one, they just when they're just kind of going in these rep repetitive manners and some things, you lose me pretty quick. Um, when I know they have such potential to be brilliant, so mm -hmm. um, I, I had I struggled with this one. Okay, Tanya. So. I want to make a comment to your comment, Alan. Mm. Um, I, I want to see the whole Tannis and, and gay thing the way you see it, but I don't. Mm. Because I kind of feel like Tannis is the Wayne um, alter ego of Wayne. Like, Wayne just has kind of taken Tan. Like, he, he almost, well, he did. Well, there he the got her pregnant. Yeah. yeah, he got her pregnant. Mm. It just seems like... Wayne and Tannis are kind of um, side by side or equal. They even like she even called Wayne mm -hmm. um, to say that she was going to take care of this. Mm -hmm. So when I see that Gay has taken her down a notch, it's kind of like, well, I don't really love that storyline because you like Tannis too much. Because yeah. Tannis is is already been a Wayne approved, right? And and I kind of see that as a hit to Wayne. Mm. So yeah, I, that's a good point. So oh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see the whole skid thing as a, a step in the good direction or, or the way that you saw it, because I kind of see it as, as Tannis is now, um, Lessened? she's been, she's on the run now and now she needs to figure out this new problem mm -hmm. and, and, and gay is the problem. 
So, yeah, yeah I, I see the whole uh, dynamic being shifted there, but I don't find it that it was shifted in a po- in in a, in a positive direction, if you want to say well, whatever. Fair enough. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so yeah, I don't I, that that's not a savior for me. I, I kind of feel the same way Matt feels. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a compost. Wow. Like I I I don't see it the way Victor sees it. I like. No, I didn't enjoy it. This I, is a I thought, very, very interesting uh, split here. I again. know. <laughs> I, I don't. I, yeah. I, I wish I could see it in a different way, but no? I, I really did not like the whole mm-hmm. uh, hockey. No, I didn't like them. All right. So, I mean, I already talked about all the, the stuff I liked about the episode. Uh, the I f- um, a few things that, that you know, it was uneven. It was cer- certainly uneven in terms of the story, but also even technically, I, uh, I was really put off even just with the sound in, in the hot tub scenes. I caught that too. And, and, and I thought it was, I thought it was written like, I mean, I have fine streams yeah. or watch it, but I, I thought maybe I was catching a bad quality version. No, and, and I get it. Like yeah, they're naked, well, right? Were so- you using a mirror to watch it? <laughs> yeah, not this time. Not I, this time. I feel, I feel, Al, well, that's, that's a little unfair because I feel that's like, again, rating a book based on a bad shipping experience. No, I know, but uh, it, 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 yeah, it affected my, it affected my viewing experience though, right? Because I was straining li- to listen to some of the dialogue. And, and and I get it. They're naked, so they can't really have like uh, mic packs. So that's why you can't get that up close audio. So it's very much somebody with the boom, or they, they had to use directional they mics. They had to use boom boomtown. Bo- boomtown mics, uh, which will pick up the water as much as it picks up the dialogue. I get it. So uh, so I don't know if technically what they could have done to improve that scene, or maybe even overdub the dialogue. Heaven forbid. But it kind of took away from the scene. Um, and here's the thing. This uh, so far, I've given every episode this season a fresh. Uh, uh, I'm with. I was with Dean so far. Uh, season three, the best season so far, I think. Uh, so this episode here feels like a letdown from every other episode this season. I like a relationship, Wayne. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the hockey story. Uh, I like Gay as a strong character and and that dynamic between her and Tannis. So. I'm I'm like between a low fresh and a high compost, but the fact that this is by far the weakest episode of the season. A low fresh and a high compost. No, sorry, low <laughs> fresh. Low fresh. That would be a clear. We have a rating for that one. A low fresh. High <laughs> 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 I meant no. to say low fresh high clearance. Oh. And, and but because but because. <laughs> This season's been so strong, and this is by far the weakest of the season. I'm going to give it a clearance. All right. <laughs> hey, you landed there. Yes, I landed there. <laughs> but I, I wanted to make sure. It was a rough landing. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. It was not a casualties. Th- it was a two-and-a-half-point landing. All right. The whole Wayne thing, though, really, like, that was a two-minute snippet of, of his relationship. Like, no, it, I know, it, but it it's fun. I like it. I like seeing that because, again, he's the kind of character that you don't see as being affectionate to anybody. We all like Wayne. No, I know. So, but, so that's part of the the, ah. the episode i really enjoyed and and you'll see more of this later so maybe i'm 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 foreshadowing a bit uh let's see top fives we're going to start with victor does this knock any of your top it, fives it, it may I, oh. I but now that this is a fresh um i need to uh kind of let recollect me, let me remind you is. so relationships is number one uh that's, that stays where it is featuring yeah. gay's mom um number two is fuss in the back bush that's the last uh, episode of season one 
Um, that stays where it is. Yeah. Uh, number three is a fuss at the egg hall. That's the first episode of season that two. That stays where it is. That's strong. Number yeah. four is fart book. Uh, needs no description there. And number five is Sled Shack. So does this knock any of those off? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think I think this becomes my number five. Wow, there you go. And, and again, I say that because of that. I, I don't think I've had... Um, I, I mean, as even a, a, I really enjoyed the dating episode. I, mm-hmm. I knew when the ending came that I knew that was the end of the episode. With this one, it was it, I was just a little... It hit me by surprise that mm-hmm. we weren't going to go back to the... The, the hot tub or mm-hmm. or anything like that i i just um uh yeah i i was totally engaged in the episode and so i think that deserves uh high praise you are a conundrum victor all right matt um i'm gonna guess <laughs> that this Move doesn't along, yeah, okay and <laughs> tanya same not at all yeah. it's not gonna touch mine either so uh we have uh one changer in victor's top five all right let's uh move on to some listener comments we had quite a few this week um, let's see here. Jack from Melbourne says, thoughts on the latest episode was it was funny listening to you guys laugh at the dick talk. Uh, I can't wait for the dicks episodes. Dicks with a Y. You, you, you guys will get this. I think it's next season. Uh, as for the Nanaimo bars, I hope I got that right. I had to Google it. Yeah, I had never heard of them before. When Al said uh, he had keg dinner, I thought they just had beer for dinner. Uh, I love that one. <laughs> and he, rolling on the floor laughing. That's uh, our buddy Jack from Melbourne. And then he uh, also goes on to say, this episode was such a blast to listen to. So much laughter. It makes me want to have a podcast with some of my mates. I don't get to see them all the time. Uh, that's great. And you know what? Do it. Like uh, this, this has been fun for us. And uh, actually, our buddy Stephen Walker, he's he's going to start one up himself uh, because because of, uh, uh, I guess, we've uh, you know um, given him... Uh, the idea to start his own inspiration yeah inspiration that's, that's the before, word before you move on from jack i, mm-hmm. I gotta give a quick shout out to this guy from melbourne um i i consider myself a smart guy and uh not a very gullible guy <laughs> in most times but i will admit he had me hook line and fucking sinker <laughs> with the, the with bear? this with the drop bear thing um <laughs> uh, I was blown away by this story yeah. of these drop bears in Australia. I thought this was real. I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I had to look it up. It wasn't until about the third YouTube video that I realized this is no different than a fucking unicorn. And uh, yeah, well done, sir. Yeah, well on done. our Twitter DM group, just to give a little background, uh, Jack was having a little fun at our expense uh, telling us about these uh, Australian killing killer drop bears that come out of drop out of trees and... And, and attack people, and we're like, why haven't we heard about this? And, you and, referred to him as assassin bears. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing, <laughs> and I was so enthralled by this idea. Yeah. I had to well, look it up. To yeah. be fair, <laughs> to be fair, there's a lot of there are a lot of animals that can kill you in Australia, so yeah. that's why yeah. it was kind of and, and, and you did share the story of how you locked yourself in in your frame and 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 building your your frame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so listen, he already knew I you were some a mark. Not so shining moments. <laughs> Uh, our friend Crystal uh, wrote, I've been listening to the podcast speed at one and a half so I can get the whole episode in before I get to work. No lie. It is hysterical to listen in a faster speed. The laughing makes me laugh so hard when it's like when it sounded like a bunch of chipmunks doing a podcast. <laughs> yes, Crystal. I can attest. I listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed and it, it, we do sound a lot funnier and a lot smarter when, when you listen at that speed for sure. Uh, and uh, buddy Stephen Walker just started listening. First, happy anniversary, Alan Tan. Thank you, Stephen. Second, you. how have y'all not heard of Lemon Party? 
that was a revelation that uh, Victor brought up in the last episode, and uh, I have not Googled yet. Googled it yet. I'll uh, do that later tonight. No, you may not want to. Oh, okay, uh, I won't. Don't do it. No, don't do it. So thank you a lot uh, all for your uh, comments. Now <clears throat> we got a bunch of news items to get to here too. So uh, a friend of a po- another friend of the podcast at what do you mean it's not awesome uh, provided us with the uh, the great gifts for tonight gifts for tonight's yeah. episode gif that's what I said uh, and I'll post them all to our site so uh, we're gonna have some great gifts uh, for every we episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's also a moderator on uh, the Letter Kenny Discord server um, and set up our own category for the podcast uh which includes a streaming channel so who knows maybe there might be a produce stand live stream in our future anyway uh, i'm still trying to figure it out um my 13 year old would be very proud or embarrassed uh i'm gonna go with the latter uh but for now if you want to join us on our discord uh, there's an invitation on our twitter profile so check it out um also there was a scientific tr- twitter poll last week i i posted did you ever form a blood pack as a kid out of the skids in, in the last episode uh and we got 14 votes and only 21.4 percent were you know uh, adventurous enough to admit that they they did that as kids and 78.6 percent said no <clears throat> uh also uh Spotify- there was another 10 percent that didn't live to tell about it <laughs> Sp- oh dear <laughs> Spotify unwrapped our 2020, and it turns out we've created four, uh, 1,042 minutes worth of content this year, uh, which is you know made up with seven, 16 episodes, and we've been heard in six different countries. That's just on Spotify, uh, but not bad considering we just started in July. Um, speaking of stats, we're approaching our 5,000th download. Uh, tonight's episode will probably put us over the top. Wow. So when that happens, I'll share some other stats uh, with you when, when we get there. Um, and then two more pieces here. Uh, Letter Kenny released a season nine teaser, which appears to be the cold open for the first episode, and it's amazing. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. I'll link to it below our podcast. Um, and then there was also the question of uh, Matt: Are you going to watch season nine when it when it comes? I will not. No, you're going to be able to I hold will, off. I, I, I'm going to. I will not. Yeah, not? I'm going to continue to ride this journey. Al, oh man, and uh, and and oh, stay. you were looking for somebody to like buddy yeah, up I was with. Hoping, well, I know what he's doing here. I, uh, I know exactly I was what he's fucking doing. Permission. He was, this, this I was looking the, for this permission. This is the Twitter chat around. Hey, who's gonna watch it? And I was like, I might. And someone said, is is trying to encourage him to do it in secret mm-hmm. outside of our show. And you know, you do you, Al, but there's there will be judgment. Uh, all right, I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to watch the teaser, to be honest. Actually, the teaser is great. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, no, and finally, uh, Flare.com published a great article uh, uh, this week titled How Letterkenny Got Indigenous Representation So Right. It's a great read, so check it out. I'll also post a link to that below the podcast. Uh, so do you guys have any closing comments or remarks? Victor. Well, uh, I think we made history today. Uh, we've never had, I think, the result that we've had today. So that's exciting uh, in terms of the way the uh, voting broke down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's exciting. I definitely i am convinced that as far as Matt is concerned, uh, there's definitely voter fraud there. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm the, uh, the sole possessor of the fresh rating this week. So I'm very proud of that. And, uh, I think, and, uh, 
yeah, looking forward to the next episode. Victor just got tired of always being outvoted by the the Twitter poll, so he's hoping that this time he'll he'll be on the winning <laughs> side. He can sit on his delusional little hilltop all he wants. <laughs> Matt, any closing comments? But I mean, on, I'm just kidding, Victor. <laughs> and and but I think this is actually probably the furthest you and Tanya have been. From. I know. I feel yes. for you, Victor. I truly. I've been where you are right now. I know how it feels. On an island. I'm feeling. Are you kidding me? I'm feeling great. <laughs> I was feeling pretty good when I had a fresh and everybody else left me. Let them have it. (laughs) Matt, what do you say? I just, it's it's always fun. I mean, I I, I say what I say, but I love this show. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'm looking forward. And I agree with y'all. This season three all in is, is even to my recollection, as I'm going through it again, one of my favorite seasons. There's so much gold in here. Yes, this was um, a little bit of a little, sorry, a little bit of a letdown on this one, but um, I'm hoping it's going to finish strong and then we'll move into season four and keep the fun going. So, yeah. Damn. I'm still shell shocked that Matt gave it a, a compost. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised too. I, I, I didn't think that you would ever go below a clearance. So, I, I'm, wow. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of, when I was trying to pass, I was curious if you were just as aligned and maybe there was something magical in there that <laughs> I'm missing. Well, I'm just and, as shocked that uh, you and I are aligned right now. I know, I know. I was looking for someone to prove me otherwise because I was teetering into the clearance space. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't hear enough. Well, and this is the second time that I gave an episode a fresh while Matt gave it an, a compost. So that's also yes. an interesting tip. I've been like, there You before. guys are such polar opposites. It's hilarious. Uh, it's amazing we, what we got... What a cast you put together here, Al. It, it's amazing we... we, <laughs> we uh, yeah. Well, no, it's good. It's good. But it's amazing we, we did manage to get two unicorns out of this so far. <laughs> yes. Everything should be uh, um, tallied on how many unicorns we get. That's right. Uh, yeah, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, so yeah, j- just a little reminder: if anybody wants to join our Twitter DM group, uh, there's a lot of uh, fun chat this past week. Uh, people were posting pictures of their dogs. Uh, we were sharing what everyone does for a living. Uh, so there's all you know. There's a nice little community building there, and uh, now maybe we can even build one on Discord. And also, oh yes, Matt. I was going to say on that note, I'm not going to say names, but. In that group, I know one of one of our friends and listeners is having a rough week this week. Yeah, oh, um, yes. we love you, buddy. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, keep doing what you're doing. We're all here. Um, join us anytime. Yeah, hopefully we'll make you laugh in this episode. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, speaking of Dean, which I spoke of earlier, we have confirmed he will join us for the season three recap, and that's going to happen uh, soon in a couple of weeks. Or in three weeks, I guess. Two weeks? Whatever. Uh, it would De- be three weeks. <laughs> Dean is booked and ske- uh, scheduled to be with us in uh, for the season, his usual uh, appearance for a recap. So looking forward to that. And now I'm going to play us off here with a song from the episode. This is called uh, Trade by Big Nick. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review and recap Season 3 finale, Bradley is a Killer. In the meantime, don't forget to give our sponsor, DG Pop Customs, some love. You can follow him on Facebook and Instagram, at DG Pop Customs. On Twitter, he's Dennis Guggen, and he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please rate us on iTunes if you like the show. Follow us on Twitter, at ProduceDanPod. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now we're going to get up from our chairs as loudly as possible, except for Tanya. She's not old like us. <laughs> On behalf of uh, Matt, right. Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week.